Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What's happening, Scott? How are you, Ingrid? Just recovering. I think I was recovering last week, but I'm now still recovering from kind of a eventful couple of weeks doing some production work. And then last week was a lot of chaos. And this week feels like I'm just absorbing the experience and taking all the lessons that I learned from what was happening that felt very out of control. I feel like it came full circle and I have a lot of lessons that I learned and I think overall it was a good experience to have even though it felt like a lot. Well you saved the day again from what you told me. I mean I just watched the commercial that you shot and you were saying how you know you're having trouble getting the the person who's not an actor (laughs) say the lines which you can't blame her because this is not her profession yeah. to say lines. You think it's really easy, but it's not necessarily, and especially when English isn't your first language. And so yeah. she was having a really difficult time with the lines, and you coached her on how to say it. And when I watched the video, I was like, when I watched the commercial, I was like, wait, did is this the, this the person? I know. And you're, you're like, yeah. I was like, Cause she sounds great. I know. I was, <laughs> I was so impressed in the end. I really was. So yeah, you swooped in and gave her some tips and you're using your continually developing vocal and auditory skills for yourself and for your profession. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I mean, I think that was out of my realm of things. I actually thought someone else was going to be there to do that. That's actually an actress who is good at that sort of thing, (laughs) but she wasn't there. So to coach them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was definitely a learning experience and doing a couple things out of my comfort zone. And also when there's more people on set, it feels kind of like you're on stage in a way because everyone can hear you coaching the person as well. So yeah, it was an interesting experience, but yeah, overall feeling feeling more settled and feeling more confident because of the whole thing. Awesome. Awesome. You're a little more calm today than you were last time I saw you. Oh, yes. So <laughs> My nervous system was so shot. I was about to have like a heart attack. <laughs> hmm. Well, good experience. Glad you learned a lot. Yeah, I'm wondering if there really is a way in this world to... We talked about last week kind of working in the restaurant. If you have all the puzzle pieces together, you can have a really good day, even if it is chaotic and busy. So just wondering if there's a way to cultivate that in this new world where it's like you have this team of people that you rely on, that you surround yourself with. And then no matter the circumstance, you're always able to feel grounded and safe in that world. So it doesn't feel so out of control. Mm -hmm. So learning the lessons and calling in new projects that represent this type of energy yes yes i mean whether it's a film set or a restaurant i mean i think it's 
it's like a team. Yeah. And if if one person on the team is losing their mind or panicking or whatever, it can just torpedo everything. So, but if everybody knows what they're doing, knows their roles, and is supporting each other in doing their job, mm-hmm. so you have your job, I have my job, and if you're having trouble with your job, I'm not panicking. I'm supporting you in the way that you need to be supported or vice versa. Then you can get through those difficult moments that inevitably are going to come. I mean, all this really just stems back to communication. Communication, respecting each other's values, and just understanding understanding each other. And this week, the planet of communication begins its retrograde transit. So communication is very key right now. And when you think about the team or the group, I think about Aquarius, and that's where Saturn is right now, where it's been for the last year, restricting our relationship with the community or make teaching us hard lessons <laughs> on how to work with a group. Yeah. It's been difficult. But like you said, you, you had a hard experience, but you learned from it and you're better because of it. Yeah. In, in the middle of these experiences, it's like, why is this happening to me? How did this happen? <laughs> I hate this. No, 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 no. But now, now that I've made it through the other side, I mean, I wouldn't choose that specific experience again, knowing what I know now, I would know how to look out for some red flags and possibly be able to navigate a little better. But also I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I learned. So, you know, just reminding ourselves that even when things are really shitty, at least trying to take what we can, I definitely feel like I gained a lot of knowledge. Good. And and can actually appreciate the experience instead of just still like lamenting the why would this happen to me? Mm-hmm. Well, the why would this happen to me? That that brings in like the that Pisces energy, which we've been talking about the last few weeks, where maybe a difficult circumstances a difficult circumstance rises up in your life in some way, and you're like, Why is this always happening to me? And then you go back in your mind and you're like, well, if I did, if only I did this, that, and the next thing instead of these other things that I did, then I wouldn't be in this situation. So it's all my fault. I'm a horrible person, but this is what I deserve. I'm being punished. That mentality can come up. Yeah. And especially with, well, now there's three planets moving through Pisces, but still it's... Jupiter and Neptune, the planetary rulers, and Mars, the planet of action, the god of war, it's like churning up everything, all the psychological baggage. So they really, the psychological baggage really starts to come up when you're in those situations. <laughs> you're like, why is this happening to me? Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. I made all these horrible choices in my life, so now I'm being punished. And that's not very compassionate to ourselves. No, <laughs> no, exactly. Not at all. Yeah, even, yeah, last week I was really like, why did I let this happen? Why did I allow this person that I, let? why did I let this person in? And mm-hmm. why did I accept this job? And now I'm thinking, okay, I didn't, I didn't know any better. I really didn't know any better. And now I know what to look for when I'm 
cultivating new relationships and asking the right questions and seeing the red flags in the moment and being able to either, you know, move forward or correct the issue while, while it's happening in real time instead of after the fact of the panic. Yes, exactly. To be calm and coherent in those moments. It's, that's the challenge. Yeah. Every, (laughs) yes, it's the challenge, but you did it. Yeah. And I feel my energy feels, I feel okay. Yeah. You know, the next day, the day after the shoot, I took a four hour nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was supposed to go do something with a friend and I was just like, I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I need to go to bed mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. <laughs> it was like, I slept from 4 PM till like 8 PM. And then I got <laughs> up and like ate dinner and just went back to sleep. Uh, I needed to recoup, but I feel like my energy is, yeah, I feel replenished. Yes. Should we move into the week? Yes, let's move into the week. So before we get into the week, I want to thank our sponsors, our listeners who are sponsoring our podcast. And if you would like to sponsor the podcast, I'm going to tell you how you can do that. But I want to thank Vincent, Catherine, Carrie, and Annie, who are all sponsoring the Weekly Transit Astrology Podcast. But if you would like to be a sponsor for our podcast, if you're somebody who listens to the podcast and you want to contribute to what Ingrid and I are doing here on the podcast, you can support us through Spotify if you look through the show notes for each week or if you go to our main page on Spotify at the very bottom of the show notes or the bottom of the description of the podcast on the main page, there is a link that says support this podcast. And so you click on that and they give you the option to choose three levels of support. You can support for 99 cents a month, for $4.99 a month, or for $9.99 a month. So whatever feels good to you, we appreciate any and all support and are very grateful to you for listening to our podcast. We charted on the Apple Educational Podcast again last week. That's amazing. So we're very grateful for our audience and for all of you that are sharing this podcast with your friends or on social media. All of it helps. We really appreciate it. The positive messages that we receive or the positive comments on Apple. All of it helps and we're very grateful to you for your support of us and for your encouragement thank you thank you so much everybody for supporting this podcast we love doing this and anything that you send us helps us a lot more time to investing in this project and then we have one we have one lingering we have janine we want to thank janine we want to thank janine because janine sent us a venmo so thank you janine for your support as well and your your encouragement you're always encouraging both both Ingrid and I, and we're very grateful for your support. Yeah, thank you for all your sweet messages. So this week, let's get into the week. The week, it is the week of May 9th through the 15th. So there's a lot happening this week. Mercury retrograde, Jupiter moves into Aries, and the full moon in Scorpio. So all of this is happening this week. We'll begin on Monday, May 9th, where we're looking at the moon, which is the planet of emotions. 
in Leo, the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, opposing Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of responsibility, hard work, authority, and achievement. Saturn is in the sign that it rules, the fixed air sign of Aquarius symbolized by the water bearer. So the moon opposing Saturn. We're going to be talking about several oppositions this week in addition to this one and the full moon. There are one, two, three, four, four oppositions. So that's kind of a big theme. And when we're talking about an opposition, it's something that is directly opposite something else. So it's opposing. When you're opposing something, that's a challenge. Uh, But there is some support here because fire raises the air and air fuels the fire. So there is support here, even though there is this challenging quality to this alignment. So the planet of restriction opposing the planet of emotions. This, this is an opportunity for you to level up in some way. How can I level up in terms of opening my heart, working towards what it is I want to accomplish and achieve so that I can give back to my community to the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause? Or is the community in some way restricting you that is maybe challenging you to really dig deeper within yourself? Something like that could be occurring right now, but you really want to ask yourself, what's in my heart? What do I want to accomplish and achieve? And how can I return my gifts, my generosity to the greater whole. Well, when I see this opposition, it makes me think there's like that Leo energy, which is normally very courageous, but it seems like maybe there's a bit of fear attached to it. You're scared to express yourself emotionally in the community, but you still need to do that thing because that will be healing for you. And also the community needs what you have to share. So maybe somehow healing some of this fear attached to your expression. Yes, yes, healing the fear, stepping past what is holding you back. There could be something like that where it's like the authority is holding you back. Yeah, or like a perceived restriction. It's like you see the Mm. community and it, it feels uncomfortable to share yourself in this new space and maybe you won't be accepted and all of these what ifs that we create in our own mind. But if we're being authentic and we're being real, Whoever is out there that is meant to receive our message will receive it in the way that it is meant. Maybe not everybody, but the people that it is meant for and that we want to call into our community. Totally. Yes, and if you're if you're expressing yourself from that heart center, then there is authenticity to it and it will attract the right group to you. Yes. Maybe it's not necessarily the group that you think you want to be <laughs> attracted to, but it will be the right group. And that's about, that's also about expectation. Like, I want to attract this specific thing. It's like, we don't always know what we're going to attract, but if we are being our authentic selves, we're going to see it reflected in the people that we call in. Mm, Yes. I love that. Excellent. Shall we move to Tuesday? Yes. Tuesday, May 10th. More fire and air. More fire and air. So we're looking at Jupiter the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion, moves out of 
Pisces, the sign that it rules, the sign where it has been, and into Aries, the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram. So Jupiter is going to be in Aries from May 10th until October 27th, and then it moves back to Pisces, and it's in Pisces from October 27th to December 20th. Then it moves back into Aries, and it's in Aries from December 20th to May 16th of next year. So Jupiter has been expanding our unconscious. Now it's expanding our courage, our insecurities, our fears, and our authenticity. Big things could be happening here. So since it's just moving forward and then it's about to move back into Pisces and then it happens again when it moves forward again, would this be kind of like these first lessons? Like it's going to be uncomfortable this first time and we're going to have to learn from it, but we get another opportunity later after the retrograde to really put these things we're learning in this period into effect. Yes. Yes. So this is kind of like the, the first course of experiencing this frequency of having the planet of expansion in the sign of courage. So maybe you're a bit more impulsive during this period, May 10th to October 27th, and then you bring it back into that Pisces energy and it gives you a chance to recalibrate. Oh, why did I do that? (laughs) Okay, it's because of these other experiences that I had when I was a child. Now I'm going to forgive myself for those. So that when Jupiter moves back into Aries in December, I'm going to be ready to truly charge ahead in a courageous way rather than an arrogant, fearful, impulsive way. Yeah, and that's that that first try energy. There can be some fear and arrogance attached to it because you're like, oh, I'm going to like prove myself. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling this new energy. I'm just going to say what I have to say. Yes. And then yet yeah, tempering that with some some confidence rooted in knowing yourself mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't have anything to prove anymore. You just know, you know. Yes. And when you know, you know, then you're truly confident and you can be coherent and calm in those big moments rather than tripping over yourself because you're trying to prove something that you're not sure if you're that thing that you're trying to prove. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious to see what this is all about, to be honest. Jupiter coming back. The The last time Jupiter was in Aries was June 5th to September 8th, 2010, and January 22nd to June 4th, 2011. So think back what was going on in your life between June and September of 2010 and January and June of 2011. There were some big shifts happening in my life during that period, but... There's a lot of opportunity here. There's the opportunity to step forward, to be courageous, to step into something new with Jupiter and Aries. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, we have to look at the other planet that we're highlighting on Tuesday, May 10th, and that's Mercury, which begins its retrograde transit in Gemini, where it will be retrograde until June 3rd. So Mercury's retrograde from May 10th to June 3rd. Right now it's stuck at 4 degrees. It's been stuck at 4 degrees since May 5th, and it will be 
stuck at 4 degrees until May 14th. So things are not moving. So when you think of Jupiter moving into Aries, it's like that expanded push to do something impulsive. It's in the planet of expansion in the impulsive, courageous sign of Aries. But then you have Mercury retrograde at the same time where you don't really want to be impulsive during a retrograde. I have one question. Yeah. So also since it's at zero degrees, that's like right when it gets into the sign. So that's that extra push energy where there is so much like excitement and like energy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It's a big shift. It's a big shift on <laughs> Tuesday. So then to be tied back with this retrograde of like staying still, mm-hmm. I mean, it's consciousness, communication and curiosity. So somehow being able to stay present with our mind and our thoughts and these questions without just like impulsively like blurting out or like causing a fight just like the first thing that comes through our mind, mm-hmm. trying to s- stay with those thoughts, even though they might be like new and exciting and feel like you need to immediately express them, maybe just ho- holding them to yourself before you pass them on to the yes. to the people in your community or relationships you're in. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you want to try to maintain a positive attitude about everything here with Mercury and Gemini. Gemini's that very curious, you know, it's like, Oh, tell me about this. I don't know. You know, it's, it's coming to each person and genuinely wanting to know what you can learn from them. So hopefully that frequency, if you can hold on to that frequency of wanting to learn as opposed to just trying to knock somebody over Mm. with whatever it is you have to say, then you'll be able to find the a soothing place in this retrograde right now. That's that's my hope. Okay, so I have a moment just from today. And I was giving some advice, which we already talked about that not being <laughs> <laughs> a good place to come from. But the guy I'm seeing, he doesn't really like eat a lot of food all the time. Like he'll just have coffee and he won't eat. And I just decided that I should tell him how to like eat better. Mm -hmm. And he got kind of annoyed. Mm. And in the end I was like, Oh, like nobody asked for my advice. Like when somebody asks like, Hey, how can I feel better? And then there's like this curiosity, these questions happening. That's when you can start to communicate whatever's on your mind. But when nobody asks for your input, Mm. it's really just poking at somebody like, Oh, I know you better than you know yourself. I need to input myself here. It's like we have whatever's happening in our mind. And sometimes we forget this like impulsivity happens. And we're like, oh, I'm going to help. Okay, bitch. Nobody asked for your help. (laughs) That's such a great point. Such a great point. Because that can tell you exactly how to work with this energy in a positive way. When somebody's asking you a question and they want your input, then have the courage to be honest and straightforward and direct in giving your input. Mm Mm-hmm. But if no one's asking you, then if you want to talk, ask some questions. I love that. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. That whole advice thing. It's like, unless somebody is already being curious and inviting that energy in, it, mm-hmm. it's most likely going to be unwanted. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and then also not well received because it wasn't brought up organically. And the energy can be combative right now because Jupiter and Aries 
Mars is still in alignment with the sun. There is a lot of combative frequencies happening right now out there. Uh, with Mercury, though, again, it's stuck at 4 degrees from May 5th to the 14th. It's in its retrograde shadow from April 26th to June 18th. And the retrograde itself is from May 10th to June 3rd. The last time Mercury was retrograde was January 14th to February 3rd. So think back to those dates, what was going on. It was in a different place. It was in Aquarius and Capricorn then, but similar sort of feeling. Mercury's moving from 4 degrees back to 26 degrees in Taurus. So 8 degrees, that's all it's moving over almost a two-month period, a seven-week period, when typically Mercury moves one degree a day, at least. Yeah, so, definitely s- slowing down before you... Yeah. Yeah, say something that you that you might regret. And the key, the key ingredient is just clear your plate. Clear your plate. What, what is on your plate right now? Focus on what's on your plate right now. Clear it off as opposed to oh, new, this new shiny thing. This is what I'm changing my all my plans and I'm burning them all down because I'm going to do this other thing right now. That is what happens when you do that sort of thing. When Mercury goes back direct and moves out of its shadow, you're like, why did I do that? Well, yeah, what the fuck? And, and I hate to, to pick on her, but like two of the best examples I can, I can think of are when Britney Spears got married for a weekend in Vegas and when she shaved her head, both were done during Mercury retrograde. I would venture to guess that they were not planned. It's not something that was on her plate. She was just acting upon an impulse and made those choices that she probably looked back and said, why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah, we all do that. <laughs> we do. We do. I'm sure if I look back at my life and looked at every Mercury retrograde and could really look, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember one of my favorite episodes, like you always have such grounded energy, but you got there and you were like frantic and you were like, dude, it's the retrograde. And I, I tell everyone to like take everything off their plate. Nice stuff, oh, mindful of new stuff. Totally. And it was just such this like funny, like human moment where we're like, even though we talk about it all the time, we also forget. It's like, we're not always sitting here doing the podcast, looking at each thing, every single decision, like, we're just human over here too and shit comes up and exactly. then we don't always know what the quote unquote right thing to do is in that moment and then and then you're in it. Yes. Exactly. Like you said, we're human. I'm a human being. So I I look at the planets and stars every day and what they're doing to my chart, but that doesn't mean that <laughs> every moment of my day is smooth and I'm just like <laughs> coasting here, you know? It's like I'm doing things where I was like, What was I thinking? Oh God. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, at least that's what I try to call in to the podcast is like how I can incorporate that, but also all of the mistakes I make all the time. I think that that, that human aspect is what allows us to connect. Cause like in this weird way, it feels kind of fun when you bring your bad moments to me. I'm like, Oh my God, Scott makes mistakes and he does this too. Like <laughs> I always think, you know, he always has everything together at every moment, but we're all just trying to get through. I'm trying to say that. I don't make mistakes. <laughs> Nobody makes mistakes. Like, I make choices yeah. oh, that th- 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 create a different circumstance, that creates different lessons. And, and each choice that I make is like, 
each choice that you make, it's the perfect choice for the moment because what you're choosing to do is exactly the experience that you need and anyone around you that is being affected by your choice needs as well. For whatever that reason is, I don't know. Yeah, whatever's happening in that moment is supposed to be happening. And then it just reminds me of that moment where I was like, oh, I need to give this person advice. It's like they're going through their own experience and they're learning their own lessons in their own time and no one can teach someone else a lesson. That's like for us to open organically to whatever it is we want to to move into next. It's not up for like someone else to point out your flaws, something that we might see as like a flaw. Yeah, well, because what's a flaw to you is not a flaw to someone else. So I don't think that people are flawed. Now, that doesn't mean that just because you make a choice and you're saying, what was the, Scott said it was the perfect choice. (laughs) That doesn't mean that you want to make that choice again, Mm -hmm. because you can look at that choice and say, okay, it's the choice that I made. It's what I needed. It's what they needed. But man, I'm never making that choice again Mm -hmm. because I hurt myself. I hurt this other person and I don't want to hurt people. I want to bring love, which is not easy in every moment of our lives. So you can look back at your choices and say, I'm not going to beat myself up about that. I'm not going to hate myself for the rest of my life about that. I can recognize that I made a choice that I don't want to make again because I see the damage that that choice made to myself and to other people. So I don't want to make that choice again. But to call it a mistake, I'm not sure because... That's just what had to happen. That's what had to happen so that you would learn what what you're learning in this moment where you're saying, I'm not going to make that choice anymore. I mean, even just on like this job thing where I took a job where I'm like, oh no, this, this isn't what I wanted to call in. Well, I didn't even know that until I called in the thing that's making me feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Yes. Wednesday, May 11th. The moon has now moved on into Virgo. Virgo is the mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin. The moon is opposing, this is another opposition, the moon is opposing Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. In Pisces, the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish. So as Mars is moving through Pisces, it's banging that drum in the depths of your unconscious, forcing you to face your guilt, your shame, your regret, your remorse, to courageously face these areas of your life so that you can integrate them with understanding, forgiveness, and love. And then the moon, like what we were talking about, the moon brings that emotional sensitivity to the most critical or efficient sign, Virgo. So it's taking a really detailed look at what's going on beneath the surface And how it affects us emotionally. So how is your psyche, your unconscious, affecting your emotions? I see this feeling kind of crunchy. That Virgo energy can be very critical. I think it's important to be able to look at our emotions honestly and figure out what's happening in there. But I guess hopefully calling in some of that Pisces compassion energy because Virgo can be really harsh. And that's where that like regret type of thing can come in where you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Mm -hmm. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why am I like this? 
And instead of just like learning the lesson of the moon is there. So learning from our past, learning from our mistakes and kind of moving forward in a more compassionate way. So hopefully that Pisces energy is is softening it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when the moon is in Virgo, we're all going to be a little more critical. So how, how are you beating yourself up? Are you beating yourself up in some way? Where, what are you beating yourself up about? Do you feel like you've made a lot of mistakes in your life and you don't deserve happiness? I mean, I have kind of an idea. Maybe Virgo feels like the list maker and the organizer. So maybe making a list of these quote unquote regrets or mistakes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then kind of problem solving. Like, okay, we see what we've done in the past that we didn't like. So what do we want to call in instead? Like what you were saying to me last week when I was like, I don't like any of these things. You're like, well, that's a good thing because now you know what you do want. You know mm-hmm. what you don't want, that means you know what you do want. It's a start. If you don't know what you want, but you know what you don't want, that's that's a start. You can start crossing things off the list or making a list of like, I don't want to work. And then you look at what's the opposite of this yeah. to that. So, okay, I don't want this. What's the opposite of that? Oh, that's what I do want. Well, I think maybe that's the way to balance that kind of very critical, almost like a negative energy that can come with that. So if you're feeling negative about yourself today, write down all the reasons why you're a horrible person and (laughs) and and then you have it on paper it's like you get it out no no well i mean i was just i meant more like your regrets and then or like your mistakes and then you like you said the calling in the opposite maybe not why you're a horrible person (laughs) well i think maybe i'm being dramatic <laughs> but that's what I think of when I'm thinking of like writing down your mistakes and regrets. It's like I'm not worthy yeah. of love or success or whatever it is I want in my life because I've done all these things that yeah. where I feel like I'm a horrible person I because I made these choices and it hurt people or it hurt myself mm-hmm. and so I don't deserve what I want out of life. Mm. So writing those down and then forgiving yourself for that having the courage to see it on paper and then lighting it on fire and saying i forgive you maybe it's that thursday may 12th another opposition the moon has now moved into libra the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales And at zero degrees in Libra, the moon opposes Jupiter in Aries at zero degrees. So this expands your emotions. There could be an emotional expansion in the area of close personal relationships. Lovers, friends, business partners. Taking a broader look and being straightforward. How can I be straightforward, direct, authentic, and yet graceful in my close personal relationships by expressing my emotions gracefully. Honest, direct, and authentic, but also graceful in my emotional expression in my close personal relationships. And then creating that space for those that you are expressing your emotions to to reflect back to you what they are feeling in an authentic and graceful way. Well, a couple of days ago, we had Jupiter in Aries as well. So that, what was that connecting with? 
that was just Jupiter moving into Aries. Oh, I see. It wasn't making a specific aspect to anything else. Okay. So this one is the connection with the Libra and the moon. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So I see when I see Libra, I see the scales and it's like, if you put something on one side of the scale and you just throw it on there, it all gets out of balance and falls apart. But if you're graceful and soft with it and you put something on one side of the scale, it is able to balance more easily. So mm -hmm. not holding back what you need to say, but also like you said, like being very graceful about it. And that, I mean, that's one of the hardest things to do, especially when you just like really want to get something out there, but taking the time to sit with it before you just, yeah, wreck something. If you do it with this gentle approach, you're going to get a much better response. Hmm. Having the courage to be graceful and authentic. That takes courage. It does. It really does. And if you want to see what Ingrid and I are looking at, you can subscribe to the Weekly Transit email directly through the website, theweeklytransit.com. It's free. Every week, I send out an email where I highlight these same alignments that we're talking about here on the podcast. And there are images that I've drawn showing you what we are talking about. Because astrology is a language, and in order to become fluent in the language, you should learn how to read the language. And if you want to learn how to read it, then you should go buy the basics of astrology. Uh, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Which you can also find through the website, theweeklytransit.com. Friday, May 13th, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, conjunct at the same degree and the same sign as the North Node, the karmic pathway of the soul or soul's purpose, together at 22 degrees in Taurus, the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. So this is a theme that was very prevalent, has been prevalent the last couple of weeks with the sun moving through Taurus. It's bringing light, life, and vitality to your self-worth, what you value within yourself and how you would like that value to be reflected in your material surroundings. So the North Node, the karmic pathway of the soul, the sun bringing light, life, and vitality to the karmic pathway of the soul. What is within yourself, within your soul? What is your self-worth on a soul level? Do you recognize your value? What does the world around you look like? Does it reflect how you feel about yourself internally? Are you creating healthy boundaries for yourself that encourages those around you to respect your space, to respect your self-worth? The bull does not like to be crowded. The bull wants space. The bull wants serenity. Oh, I mean, it just makes me think about this project that I got myself into. Mm -hmm. In the middle of it, reached out to this amazing designer and asked him if he could fix some mistakes that were happening. There was uh, this whole, uh, what do you call it, VFX world. And the one person that we hired wasn't working out. And I thought, oh, I'll reach out to this other person I really like and see if they can step in in the middle. And I like really already respected this person's art, but their response was, I don't fix other people's mistakes. I'd love to work with you in the future. So keep me in mind, but these are my boundaries. And I, I thought, wow. That's such a great example. What a great lesson for me. And to also see someone else doing it for themselves. I value myself enough to know that that's not going to be a calm, 
easy communication. That's just not what I want to call in. Mm -hmm. And he just, he said it so gracefully. And yeah, I want to be able to do those things for myself. I want to see my external world and reality reflected of what I want, what I like think that I want to call in. And it's like, we have to take the actions to make that happen by saying yes Yes. and saying no to certain things. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can say, my line is here. Don't cross it. But then you cross the, somebody crosses the line and you don't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So what is your line and what are you doing if anyone crosses that line? That was such a great example that you gave because you called this person, you told them, I want you to work on this project. We need your help. And he's like, I would love to work with you on another project, but I don't want chaos. <laughs> I don't work. I don't f- correct people's mistakes. Yeah, I mean, that's, and an that's a clear line. So he is respecting himself. This is his self-worth. He could have, you know, be coming from this other place where it's like, well, I need the money or whatever. But he wasn't doing that. And because of that, he probably gets even more work. But also (laughs) he probably made a lot of mistakes to get where he is to be able to say, that's just something Mm. I don't, that's something I don't do anymore. Exactly. I respect myself enough to know that that is not what I like doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah not going to get step into someone else's mess. Mm -hmm. Such a great example. Saturday, May 14th. Now we're looking at Mars again in Pisces. Sextile, a supportive alignment with the North Node. So yesterday was the Sun and the North Node. Today we're highlighting Mars and the North Node. And this is just a quick reminder that The sun and Mars are within one degree of each other from May 3rd to May 14th. So this is what I was talking about earlier, earlier, where there's like this driving energy where it's like, I just, I see it. I can do it. I I want it to be done now. It's really difficult to be patient. It feels like with the Mercury retrograde coupled with Mars and the sun together, coupled with Jupiter and Aries, you're stepping on the gas and the brake at the same time. Yeah, this pushing, push and pull. Push, pull, exactly. So Mars transiting through Pisces, the unconscious, the psychological baggage. Yesterday with the sun and the north node, we're taking that that look at our self-worth. Mars is now saying, okay, this is your self-worth. What is your dream? Are you willing to bring your dream into reality, your fantasy into reality? Are you willing to to push ahead, to take those steps that you need to take? And if not, what is going on within you that makes you feel like you're not worthy or your self-worth is lower than what it should or could be? I always think of Pisces as kind of a reflect a reflective sign like sitting sitting with whatever thoughts are coming up in there so do you have a good question for us to be asking ourselves on this day why do i hate myself fuck (laughs) 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 okay i mean it's all rooted in that i mean we we reflected on that a couple days ago with that virgo energy in there like being very critical of our emotions so maybe kind of the tail end of that where it's like, okay, maybe we did point out some things about ourselves and it's the, what are, where are we? Taurus. It's like, how are the things that we don't like about ourselves and we're not respecting about ourselves? How is that manifesting in our physical reality? 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like there's been times in my life where I've like looked around, you know, where I'm living and I'm just like, why does this look like such a dump <laughs> right now? Yeah. And yeah. this is a reflection of who I am. It it doesn't matter that I'm not living in a a mansion or something like that and have a housekeeper or whatever. I can still take care of my one bedroom apartment. Yeah, respecting your space. Exactly. Exactly. So Yeah, I can I can uh I can feel that that type of way towards myself, especially when I get too busy instead of putting myself first and knowing that my environment is very important to how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I will let everything go until it's like just crazy. I'm like, it looks like some, I just got robbed. What the hell just happened to my house this week? Like, uh, okay. It's like, I need to take a little extra time every day to do something nice for myself. And maybe that just means putting away the stuff in my apartment so I can feel at peace. Yeah. Does it really need to be a pile of clothes in the corner of the room or can it, can <laughs> Scott, it either don't be, tell everyone. <laughs> or can it be like folded or put in a hamper or something, Yeah, you know, but that's it. It doesn't have to be some grand gesture. It's like we have these little reflections of ourselves in our every day. It's, yeah, it's like, I used to say, well, when I live in, when I own my home and I live in, you know, a really nice house, then it will look nice. And, and Looking back, it's like, well, the universe is like, well, why? You don't even take care of it now. (laughs) Exactly. Why would we give you a house to live in when you can't even take care of your one-bedroom apartment? Mm -hmm. Like, you're struggling with this. Like, there's no way you can (laughs) figure this out first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we'll we'll see if you're ready for for more. Yeah, it's like baby steps. Yes. Yeah. Doing the small things, all the little things we can do to make ourselves better make our make our lives better and it's like money too it's like this Taurus energy it's like bringing up a lot with money I want to be rich but yet I all the money I make I spend so you know that's not how the rich get rich (laughs) exactly exactly I mean I remember working in when I was working in Hollywood like the thing about Disney was like oh man they're penny pinchers and you know they don't spend money on this side or the next thing and you think well, they're Disney, they're so rich. And it's like, yeah, that's why. Because they're, they're not wasteful <laughs> they're with their... Exactly. They're keeping track of every dime and making sure that they're keeping most of it. So that makes sense. That's what we have to do for ourselves. Or not. I don't know. So <laughs> try, <laughs> we'll try. You. It's up to you. It's yeah. up to each individual. It all depends on what you value. And so on to Sunday. This one looks May 15th. Very extreme. Yes. Sunday, May 15th. Very extreme. Yes. We're looking at one, two, three, four planets, one of which is connecting to three planets. Yeah. How do you tie all these together? So what's happening is we're looking at the sun again in Taurus, the, the giver of light, life, and vitality. The sun on this day moves from 24 to 25 degrees. Saturn which we talked about on Monday, is at 24 degrees. Saturn is in fixed air, Aquarius, symbolized by the water bear, squaring off with the sun in Taurus, which is fixed earth. So fixed air, fixed earth, that creates a square. Then there's Neptune at 24 degrees in Pisces. 
the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition, and also the planetary ruler of Pisces. So Neptune and Saturn are both at 24 degrees, but they're in neighboring signs. So they're not making a connection with each other, but they're both aspecting the sun. Neptune is a positive aspect because that's a water and earth with the sun in Taurus. Saturn is a challenging aspect because it's fixed air versus fixed earth. So those are those two. Then across the board is the moon at 25 degrees in Scorpio, directly opposite the sun. So this is the full moon in Scorpio. When the moon is full, the reason why it's full is because it's fully reflecting the light of the sun. So in order for the moon to fully reflect the light of the sun, they have to be directly opposite each other. So Taurus, where the sun is, is fixed earth. Scorpio, where the moon is, is fixed water. So this is a challenging, though supportive aspect. The aspect with Saturn is challenging, stressful, and the aspect with Neptune is supportive. So, what's happening here? Well, the Sun and Neptune, that again is bringing that fantasy and reality together. What is going on in your unconscious and how is it affecting your material surroundings? What do you want in your material surroundings and how are you working with your unconscious to maybe manifest what it is you want? But it's like, these are my dreams. This is what I want. Okay, what am I doing in reality to reflect what I say that I want? And if I'm not doing in reality what I say what I want, then it's not reflecting within my unconscious. I need to go in and show myself compassion. Well, if this is the full moon, this is also like a reflection of everything we're doing. This is like the the harvest, right? It's yes. It's the showing of the harvest It's a release. It's the exhale from the new moon, which is the inhale. So maybe we're letting go of these things that aren't serving us anymore that maybe we've been doing and that have reflected in our reality. We're like, okay, we don't want this anymore. So it goes back to like that apartment example where it's like, why are these papers that are just sitting here? It's like mail that I haven't even looked through. Like, why don't I just look through this and throw away what I don't need? Mm -hmm. Instead, it's just taking up space. So that Scorpio energy, Scorpio is the sixth sense, Taurus is the five physical senses. So Scorpio is about releasing the material. Like, I don't need this. Do I really need this? No, I don't. So what do you want to get rid of? What's holding you back? What's restraining you in some way? I love that. It's such an interesting dichotomy, but it the more we are able to release these things in our material, they like start in our subconscious. We have like this attachment to something, Mm -hmm. but if we can let it go, our material world becomes more spacious. Mm -hmm. We actually have room to call on the things we want instead Mm. of holding on to things that we don't want, which is such a nice reflection for our mind. If we can get rid of our old clothes, our old mail, we have more room to call in new things. And the same thing in our psyche, if we can get rid of things that aren't serving us anymore, we can make more room for things that do serve us. Absolutely. Amazing. Yes. So this also has to do with karmic bonds, like the people that you're bonding to. Uh So it's like, this is what I value within myself. Okay. Well, then the people that you're bonding to, that you're sharing intimacies with... Should 
be reflecting those same things. Are they or are they not? Are they reflecting what you value within yourself or do are they respecting what you value within yourself or are they draining you in some way? So what's going on here? Would this also be a time to be letting relationships that aren't serving you go as well? Letting relationships that aren't serving you go, but also frequencies within those relationships. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to end a relationship completely, but maybe the relationship needs to change in some way. Maybe there's a pattern that is habitual in this relationship that needs to shift. It needs to transform. It needs to be released. I have a, a pretty good example of that, but I used to spend so much time with one of my friends and we have a lot in common. And there's fashion, there's art, there's food was like the big one. And there was also a lot of drinking involved in this relationship and negativity and like judgment somehow. Mm -hmm. And at first I was, I didn't think that this relationship could continue. I didn't see her for like months. And it was really upsetting because we did have a lot of really nice connection. And now I don't see this person. I see them maybe once, maybe twice a month, if that. And we still really connect over food and being able to take what I want out of the relationship that I do enjoy and just kind of letting all the other things go. So just planning events and hangout sessions around the things that we do love that we do have in common and not just overdoing it and letting all the other negative things spill into the relationship. Yes. Yes. And it feels for me, that feels really fulfilling because I don't have a lot of people like this in my life that I share this passion with so deeply and it was really sad to think of letting it go. Mm-hmm. And so we've able to kind of reconcile and transform the relationship. Yeah. And that w- is with time and with intention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I don't think we do that a lot of the time. That's doesn't usually happen. A lot of the times it just, things just fall apart. Yes. And especially like people can give romantic partners, Oh, another chance and another chance, but friendships, it's kind of like, Unless you've been friends for a super long time, it, so things just like fall apart. You have a fight and that's it. Mm-hmm. But there is a lesson in being able to transform a relationship mm. and communicate about how you want it to be. Like those are also very special relationships. Yes. Yes. Mm. So three themes, four themes of this of this full moon. And if if you want to learn more about how the full moon and the new moon are affecting you directly... You can go to theweeklytransit.com and enroll in one of my moon cycle classes. They're very small, and you get individual attention in the classes, eight people in the class max. So self-worth, that's the sun in Taurus. Neptune is unconscious work, psychological baggage. Saturn in Aquarius, community, responsibility, and then the moon in Scorpio is those karmic bonds. So bringing it all together, what's my self-worth? How is that reflected through my thoughts about myself? How is that reflected in my deep bonds, my intimate relationships? And how is that reflected in my community? And what about those three can I release? Can I release any negative thought patterns? Can I release any negative frequencies that I'm experiencing in the community or any group club or organization that I'm a part of? Is there any frequencies that need to transform in my intimate relationships? 
A lot of reflecting to do. Yes. Some deep work. Yes. That Scorpio goes... Mm, it's very the deep. deepest, darkest, most passionate sign, Ingrid. <laughs> you always go so deep. Yes. It's fun. It's fun for the Scorpios. All right. So that's the week. Ingrid, do you want to get up the questions? Oh, yeah. All right. We have a couple really good questions this week. Heidi wants to know if there's any planets you tend to gravitate towards when giving a reading. If you, if, you're, if I'm doing a 90-minute reading with somebody, then we're going we're gonna to look at every single planet. If it's, uh, if it's an hour reading, I'm going to try to get to as many planets as possible. I'll probably get to most of them. 90 minutes, I'm going to give like an hour to all the planets, everything that's going, everything that is in your chart. But then like the last 30 minutes will be like what's happening right now. But an hour, we'll get through pretty much every planet. But if it's like a a 30-minute reading, then the primal triad, the sun, the moon, and the ascendant. And usually the north node and Chiron as well. I love those too. Yes. Those are great add-ons. Those are like the five right there. Those are like my top five. The sun, the moon, the ascendant, because those are the most recognizable traits of your personality. Chiron, because that's your wound and the ancient wisdom that exists within you that is unlocked when you heal that wound. And the north node is your soul's purpose. I just got a very strange question, so I'm not sure if we answer this or not. <laughs> I know what it is to say. It. It's okay. hilarious. Okay. Dan wants to know, he said, Scott would normally take the lead, but Ingrid, from a natal chart perspective, when the first person is born on Mars, how alien will their personality appear when they return to Earth? Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, for, for me, I mean, I, I honestly don't even know how to process this when the first person is born on mars they and then they come back to earth they won't even know what the fuck is happening i feel like they will be like in another dimension do you have any insights scott i i I, I agree with you completely i think that i think that going to mars period is it's pure insanity uh i know it's something that's that's fantasized about in our common culture but when you know we're talking about mercury retrograde people freaking out can you imagine being on mars what and if you're born on mars i don't even know how that would work uh, is astrologically that, is, that, is that possible i i don't know if it's possible to be born on mars maybe i guess it is but yeah that person would come back to earth i don't know if they'd be able to live on earth i i really it's beyond my scope of understanding i just think that even going to mars to begin with is absolutely insane and i send so much love to whoever is actually going to get on a spaceship and go to mars (laughs) but uh, i can't can't really process leaving the earth me yeah i can't i can't process leaving it's insanity funny enough that commercial that i worked on Mm -hmm. part of it is about her you know doing all the research to power these like shit that happens on mars all the yes. space stuff yeah yes i know and it's like they're they're constantly pumping that into like our our you know psychology that like we're going to mars and and it's going to be normal to go to mars and it just sounds like a disaster to me so okay i have another good one that was just a fun one really yeah I, yeah i like that 
Let's see. We have Maya Soul. Mm-hmm. She says that the signs are either masculine or feminine, but what does this really mean for someone's personal chart? I was going to say I didn't know that, but I guess some of them are gods and some of them are goddesses. Like Well, the- she's saying signs, right? Oh, okay. Yes, she is. So the masculine signs... And I like I just qualify them as extroverted or introverted, but the masculine signs are the air and fire signs, and the feminine signs are the earth and water signs. Okay. So how do I qualify that within a person? Is that what she's asking? Yeah, what does this mean for someone's personal chart? Personal chart. What it means is we are all masculine, we are all feminine. So some men are more feminine or masculine than others some women are more feminine or masculine than others it really all boils down to what's going on in your chart like if you meet yeah i don't think gender necessarily has anything to do with the masculine and the feminine when we're talking about these no no it has nothing to do with gender it's it's an energy it's a it's like if you were born with with mars in aries in the first house and you're an Aries rising and you're a woman, I don't want to be in a fight with you. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're going to be really tough and aggressive and maybe they're athletic and they'll punch you in the face or whatever. Where a man who let's say is born with a bunch of planets in, uh, in Pisces in the 12th house, you know, they're, they're going to be more introverted, softer, you know, maybe more emotional or somebody who's born with a bunch of planets in the fourth house in cancer, you know, it's the guy that's crying at every movie or whatever, or, you know, drinks some, the beer and says, I love you, man. And is crying about that. Like, so it, it doesn't, it has really nothing to do with gender. If that was even the question, I'm not sure, but as far you know it's all all i can say is it shows up in in depending on how many fire how many air where's mars all of that that's going to determine where's venus where's the moon i mean we have quite a few questions i think we should do this last one just cuz it's kind of fun and okay. funny okay okay teaching eagle wants to know when we are getting married <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long you've been listening, but Scott has a long-term partner and I'm dating somebody. Exactly. So. <laughs> yes. Ingrid and I are, we're business podcast partners. business partners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. So, you know, I enjoy Ingrid's company, especially on this podcast. Yeah. I have a partner and very grateful for her and I'm grateful for Ingrid too, but there's no marriage plans. No, uh, no, no uh, we're not. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it does make me think that I, I kind of mentioned it earlier in the episode, but there's so much value in platonic relationships and friendships that we have with people. Totally. And it obviously comes across in like our interactions that we, you know, have, we have a lot to say to each other. We have a lot to connect over and this is a valuable relationship in my life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Very grateful for you, Ingrid. Very grateful for you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be uh, your, your podcast husband. You know? <laughs> I'll take <It's>, it. <laughs> that was like one of the things, like when I worked at the restaurant, people would be like, oh, you're my, you're my work husband. Yeah. You know, they'd be married or whatever. So yeah, it's all good. Well, I think we should end on that. Excellent, Ingrid. Thank you so much to you and to our listeners again. And I will see you next week. I will see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.